Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Father, we just want to thank you for this beautiful time. We are hungry for you. We are excited. We thank you, our Father, that you are here to encounter us. And we are so excited, our Father. Your presence is so tangible, so tangible here, our Father. And we just want to welcome you, Holy Spirit, in such a powerful way to meet everyone at their point of need, our Father. Anyone that is watching online, God, that needs and is hungry for your encounter, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would visit them. I see this name, Rachel, and the Lord wants to tell you, the Lord wants to encounter you. He is not a partial God. He wants to encounter you in the name of Jesus Father, I pray that you would visit your word says, Father, and everyone who is thirsty, everyone that is hungry, you will satisfy. And we are, every one of us here, Father, so hungry, so desperate for you, Lord Jesus. Have your way, King Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm so excited to bring God's word to you. It's such a joy to see everyone here. Uh, I love the physical service. I don't know about you. I'm, uh, I'm not very happy about the online service. As much as it's comfortable in my room to be alone and worshipping, I love this community. You know, there's so much of fun to be around people and to touch people and say, hey, I like you, bro. You know, <laughs> it's so good to say that, hey, I love you. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so good to be with family. And WICC has to be a family on mission. Amen. And we are living in a revival season. Today the theme that I have taken up is uh, God Encounter. And it's in line with this theme that the Lord has been speaking personally to me about the glory of the King Jesus. That's been the theme the Lord has been telling me about 2022. The Lord God Almighty who wants to dwell in His glorious presence amongst His people. So when we hear this word God Encounter, I want to bring two facets to it. One is God longs to encounter us. Amen? God longs to encounter each and every one of us. He is not partial with anyone. God encounters are for everyone. Even my revivalists that are here, the young revivalists and all my young people, less than 20 said, Yay! Oh, it looks like I am the only one under 20. Yay! <laughs> and all the young revivalists said, yay! Yay! Because Jesus is looking for each and every one of us to encounter us. I believe so very into this theme that is resounding in the atmosphere. We are living in this year of revival and restoration. Amen. There's a lot of revival that's happening across the globe. People are getting saved. People are giving their lives to Jesus. People are being healed. People are being restored in so many ways. And my prayer today as I bring this message on God encounter is none of us will miss this encounter. None of us will miss being part of this revival that God wants to bring in our generation. And if you are asking God, I want to be part of this revival, I want you to talk to the Lord right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every brother and sister that is hungering to be part of this revival, that is longing, Father God. Some of you might be tired. Some of you might be worn out. Some of you might be even doubtful about God. Can I ever be part of this revival? And I want to 
assure you, God wants to encounter you. And He also wants to encounter others through you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that faith will arise into every heart. In the name of Jesus. Some of you have been tired because of the situations you have been through. And I want you to know that here, God today is here to encounter you at your point of need. Thank you, Father. I hear this name. Uh, Jaren, and the Lord wants you to know He has already seen you to be part of His kingdom agenda. Bahakandala Rianda. The Lord has not uh, has not called you to just be part of the secular work, but He wants to encounter you at uh, you know in and through your life. He wants to release healing. You have a gift of healing, and the Lord wants to release His healing through you. Father, we thank you for Jaren. We speak a blessing upon him in Jesus' name. Amen. Our God wants to encounter us. Amen. Our God wants to encounter each and every one of us. He longs to. And the previous message that I shared about His glorious presence dwelling amongst us, whether it was about the tabernacle, whether it's about the temple, all of this, even the Holy Spirit that Jesus sent is a sign that He wants to dwell among us and encounter us. Tell your neighbor, He wants to encounter you. Tap your neighbor, it's corona-free season, I think. Yeah, tap your neighbor, it's okay. I give you permission. Father, heal everybody that has corona. and There's no corona, amen. Tap your neighbor and say, there is going to be an encounter in your life. You can even do the other, I mean, the other one, the knuckle kind, okay? Whichever you, you're comfortable with. But our long, God longs to encounter that. Us. The second facet is he wants to give us God encounters. There are these different encounters we read in the Bible and God wants to encounter us in these various ways. And I'm here to bring about this aspect that God wants to encounter us in various ways. Why is this uh, topic very important? I believe it's important because when Jesus in his first coming had to come in, God started announcing this theme the Messiah is coming, you know, he is coming, the Savior is coming. But yet we read in the scriptures that finally a lot of religious people could not comprehend the Messiah. We don't want to be one among them. Amen. We want to be ready for the revival. We, it can be one thing that we are hearing, revival, restoration, revival, restoration. That's happening here. This is happening there. And we can be in the synagogue serving as a priest and yet we can miss the Messiah. And we don't want to be one among them. And I want you to open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 3. If you have your physical Bible online, I mean, uh, uh, digital Bible, uh, open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7 onwards. It says, just as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me, as in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me. By testing me. And they saw my works for 40 years. Whoa! 40 years of experiencing God's signs and wonders. Miracles. Jehovah, the almighty God. Manifesting his power in a way that was so real to them. They saw manna every day. Hanna, the manna. What a great opportunity, you know. And they had so many miracles that they were experiencing every day. And yet the scripture says that they hardened their hearts. And they did not believe. It says they did not know my ways. Whoa. I don't want to be part of that generation that will encounter a lot. Even in Jesus' time, we see that they saw the miracles, Right? They saw the miracles. They saw Jesus healing. They saw him multiplying the food. They saw the wine 
you know, the miracle of the wine, water turning into wine, they saw a lot of people that were bedridden, that would rise up. And yet many of the religious mindsets could not comprehend the fact that he was the Messiah. We might be expecting a revival, but our hearts can be hardened. Why? Because, and I don't want to take this session, Dr. John has taken us through that series of the various hearts that we can have. I would recommend you to listen to those series of how we should not walk in the hardness of heart. But I am here to say that we are in a revival time. We do not want to miss this time by having a heart of unbelief or hardened heart. And so the scripture says, verse 12, Take care, brethren or sisters, brothers and sisters. It is not just brothers, it is brethren, which means take care, brethren, that there is not anyone who has an evil or unbelieving heart, but encourage one another. I am here to encourage you today. That let us not have a hardened heart, but we would be ready for this revival. If you are here to be part of God's revival, God wants to encounter you today. What is uh, an encounter? Many a times uh, when we hear the word God encounter, what comes to mind? Let me hear my young revivalists or old revivalists. <laughs> what comes on mind? When you hear this word God encounter, what happens to, what comes to mind? With the mask, I can't hear. Louder, please. <laughs> what? Sorry? Moses burning bush. There is a physical encounter where there is a burning bush. I, I mean, I was, when I used to hear God encounters, I used to feel, oh, it must be that electricity, you know, touch. Shh, you know, where you fall down under the power. All of that is definitely a reality. I am a person that I am enjoying the power of God these days. The tangible presence where God is literally wanting to encounter us in a way that we can feel him, we can know him, we, we can experience his power, his glory. And, and, and it, all of that is definitely there. But I want to share two ways that God wants to encounter us. One, God wants to encounter us through his voice. Amen. He is a sovereign God. He is a supernatural God. He doesn't have to encounter us with his voice. He doesn't have to speak to us, right? He can do anything that he wants to do. But I want you to know that God has called us to partner with him in this revival. Amen. No man. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So God wants to speak to us. He wants to encounter us in the season. Through his voice, he wants to speak to us. Throughout the Bible, we see God spoke to his people. He spoke to Adam, to Eve, to Noah, uh, all the way to the New Testament, Zechariah, about John the Baptist, about, uh, you know, Jesus, to Mary, to Joseph, the father of Jesus, or the earthly father of Jesus. He spoke to them in a way that, uh, you know, they could realize and recognize. And I want you to know God is a God who speaks to us. Amen. God speaks to us. He wants to encounter us with his voice. Why? Why does he want to speak to us? So that he can reveal his plans. So that he can tell you that, hey, I've got a plan for you. And this is what I want you to do. He wants us to partner. Each, each and every one of us can hear God's voice. Some of you might ask us, okay, how can I hear God? I don't hear God. There are so many ways. In Job chapter 33 and verse 14 says, uh, the Lord can speak in different ways, but we do not perceive it. I want to do an exercise here. We've done this in our workshops, but I want to do an exercise here. All of you close your eyes. 
it's okay to do an exercise okay? i'm not going to do any magic okay <laughs> okay close your eyes and i'm going to ask you couple of you a question i want you to listen carefully and tell me what you hear <coughs> thank you jesus thank you jesus so i want you to listen to not I mean you can hear God but I want you to hear things around you. All right. Nishchechi. Tell me what did you hear? Open your eyes please. <laughs> did you hear anything? Anything around? Any sound? A wind blowing. Awesome. Anything else? Let me ask uh, you what did you hear? Yes. A small cough. Nishchechi, did you hear somebody cough? No? Yes? No. Okay. Somebody said yes. Okay. Foot shuffle. Awesome. Um let me ask somebody else. Sheena, what did you hear? The generator sound. Did you hear that? You heard that. Okay. Anything else? Do you hear the cough? no so this is called selective hearing yeah the bible says that god continuously speaks matthew 4:4 says that god is speaking continuously but because we have the ability of hearing selectively we might hear certain things we might not hear certain things amen God is continuously speaking if we pay attention if we listen closely we will be able to hear and discern the different ways that God speaks so God speaks through his written word that is one sure way that i can tell you god speaks to us hey i've got a plan for you do not be anxious about your future i've got it all i've sorted it out god continuously speaks to his people us his children through his word what is the other way that god can speak to us through that still small voice that says hey don't worry angotu poi ingotu i mean go that direction go this way you know don't do that don't say that hey die don't say that you know you know those still still small voice i mean that small that voice you know that is within you that tells you do this don't do this the holy spirit that dwells within you that speaks to you he is with you tell your neighbor he wants to encounter you tell your neighbor he wants to encounter you in a way that you can understand definitely the other way that god speaks to us is through dreams and visions and he uh, recently i was reading uh, my quiet time and i was uh, i've i've not noticed this bit i know about god giving dreams to joseph and mary and different people in the bible but i've never noticed that god spoke to laban when he was when jacob was running away from laban laban is jacob's father in law okay just in case we are wondering who is laban is it lena's brother no no <laughs> it is jacob's father in law and uh, so god reveals to laban and says hey don't touch jacob wow isn't that good if god would speak to our enemies yeah don't touch that person day you know <laughs> it will be so good to have that happen and god speaks through dreams and visions to people so that he can reveal his plans and purposes god also speaks through the prophetic gift recently we had the ordination service i was so blessed listening to the 
uh, prophecies uh, that came in about our dear pastors. This is what God is going to call you, you know, Joseph in the Kudumam. And all those, you know, phenomenal prophetic word that was coming in. It is so good. God can speak to us through different ways. Amen. He can speak through the supernatural way, like our dear sister was saying, through the burning bush. We can have those experiences. If it's in the Bible, why not for us? Revival and restoration. Get ready, people. God is going to encounter us in ways that we cannot think or imagine. Amen? The Bible says the hungry, the Lord will satisfy the hungry. So expect God to move in a supernatural way. Amen? He can reveal his plans through supernatural ways. He can even speak through a donkey. Hallelujah. Imagine yourself going on the road and then suddenly bow, bow, bow. And then thus says the Lord. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that is scary. But that can happen. Why not? Why? Because you're not listening to men. God can use anybody, right? Anything, any animal. God can speak. He is a supernatural God. He is the sovereign God. He can, he is looking for you and me so that he, he wants to speak to us so that he can speak his plans to us so that he can encounter others through us. Amen. Father, I pray right now for everyone that is here, Father, wanting to listen to your voice. I pray you would open their ears, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, let their senses be so sharp, O oh God. Let their spiritual ears, their spiritual eyes be opened up in Jesus' mighty name, Father. We want to encounter you, Father. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Firstly, God speaks to us. He encounters us through his voice. Secondly, God encounters us at our point of need. He is, I love, uh, you know, this illustration that our dear sister was saying in Exodus chapter 3, where God finally picks up Moses. Moses was somebody like me that gave 101 excuses. He said, send my sister. You know, very recently, uh, the Lord has been asking me to go into one particular place. And I've been telling the Lord, Lord, send Aaron, my sister, you know. <laughs> I don't love traveling. Can you please send Aaron, my sister? And the same thing is what Moses did. He said, uh, God, send my brother Aaron. Let him go. Uh, I don't know how to speak. And that's exactly what I'm telling the Lord. Lord, can you send my sister? She's a natural speaker. You know, she can speak. Blah, 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 blah. You know, she is a natural talker. And, and uh, so uh, Moses had all these 101 excuses. At the end of it, he comes to I surrender mode. And then he says, okay, God, I'll go. But what do I say? Who are you? What's your name? And then the Lord says, I am who I am. It's a phenomenal statement. In my childhood, I didn't understand it. I was like, I am who I am. That is so grammatically wrong. How can you have, I am in the beginning and I am in the end. <laughs> and genuine, okay. I didn't know too much of English. So at that time, uh, uh, yeah, I'm meant to be knowing English. I studied an English medium. But I was like, I am who I am. Other than that, I mean, what is that? And then when I understood that it meant I will be all that I say I, I am. If I say I am Jehovah Jireh, I am your provider. Amen. He wants to encounter you at your point of need. When you are in going through a lack, he will be Jehovah Jireh. 
and i remember this illustration when i was in vbs hallelujah <laughs> i think it was in vbs when a man of god shared this so pictorial he he said that you can you imagine the you know abraham and isaac they were going on the mountain and on the other side there was the ram that was climbing up and then god said don't sacrifice and suddenly there's this bush and the ram that was strangled in the bush oh wow i was like wow that is so phenomenal you know where God had already seen ahead of the need of a sacrifice he had told them that you have to sacrifice but he knew that he would not want Isaac to be sacrificed and so he made ready the ram whoa he is jehovah jireh to you he will be the god who sees ahead of time he knows what you would need to do and he will make sure you are provided for very recently i had this instance where we live in a place in an apartment and uh, i have this uh, practice of talking to the holy spirit and listening to him and at that point i told the lord lord i need to go and withdraw the money for the monthly maintenance uh, that we need to give and the lord said wait i was like oh, okay wait wait is not a difficulty i can go even in the evening i had my plan b ready you know i can go in the evening but because the lord said wait i decided to wait and uh, after some time somebody comes in from some urgent work after the done work is done gives me an envelope and that envelope had a just bit more than what i needed for the monthly maintenance he is jehovah jaira amen not only does he encounter us with his voice where he says wait but he also encounters us as jehovah jaira at the point of need where i needed that monthly maintenance he provided amen so wherever you are struggling you need you have a need i just release this word that he the great i am would encounter you as your jehovah jireh he would be your all sufficient god and not only is he jehovah jireh he is jehovah rafa he is the god who heals and that's from exodus chapter 15 verse 26 where he he heals the water that was bitter he makes it better hallelujah betty bought some butter <laughs> yeah and uh, he healed the water and made made it usable uh, where he made it better a good quality betty bought some butter right <laughs> yeah and he he healed and that same god jehovah rafa is here to heal you if you are struggling there are so many instances in my family where we have experienced god's healing virtue even very recently my mom had Uh, a pain in her shoulder and she said god i want you to encounter me she felt this warmth on her shoulder immediately she was healed and he is the same jehovah rafa he wants to heal you he wants to heal you in your emotions he wants to heal you in your physical body he wants to heal you in your relationships he is jehovah rafa he is jehovah sabaoth he wants to encounter you at your point of need sometimes we feel very fearful i remember uh in those days before we had whatsapp live location you know where we could send our uber uh, location to say that hey i am here in those days we had to travel 3 to 4 days on the train and some of those journeys were a little scary uh being women traveling together we would find it a uh, little scary situations and so many times we have experienced god send his angelic assistance to keep us from danger keep us from harm i'm sure you've ha- you've heard this uh, these stories of missionaries where they would be suddenly surrounded by thieves 
and they're going to attack them. Suddenly the thieves run away. And the next day the thieves come to the missionaries and they're like, who were those people? I mean, how, how come you had suddenly all those people? We made sure there was nobody around in the vicinity. Suddenly there's these people. And later on the missionaries would get to know these were angels. Psalm 34 verse, five, uh, verse 7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. Amen. We don't have to be afraid of the dark. Anybody who was like me is like me. Yeah. I used to be afraid of the dark. And then I saw the scripture. The Lord is my light and my salvation. And I saw that his angel armies are around me. And so I started meditating on that truth until it became part of me. I understood that I have got angels. Angels are watching over me. I have nothing to be afraid. He is Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord who is the Lord of hosts. He's got an angel armies. And then we see that the great I am is El Roi, the God who sees us. It's in Genesis chapter 16 where Hagar is running away from her mistress who is mistreating her. Yeah? Wow, I like the rhymes. You know, the mistress, the Sarah who was ill-treating her, treating her harshly, she is running away from Sarah. And at that point, this angel meets up with her and says, Hey, I am going to bless your generation. Isn't that a phenomenal promise? Yeah, where you feel there is injustice. I'm sure some of us are feeling that. Nobody sees me. I am unseen. I have been doing this. I've been doing that. But nobody sees me. In your home, in your family. Maybe you're taking care of your mother in love. And you've been doing that so faithfully. And suddenly you feel that, hey, I've been, you know, mis- I've, I've been judged. I've, I've not been understood. And you feel, I am not seen. He is El Roy. He sees you. Tell your neighbor, he sees you. He sees you. Amen. You're not unseen. But I, I love this scripture. Sometimes when we read the scriptures, we are like El Roy. You know, and now God is going to bless me. But the, the phenomenal thing in Genesis 16 is, God encounters Hagar and says, Hey, I see you, but I want you to go back to your mistress. Hallelujah. And submit to her. Whoa. Kartavi, send fire, consume her, you know. That's what we want to hear. I'm going to send fire. But when God speaks, He speaks in a way that would transform our lives. Amen. When God speaks, He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. When God speaks, He also wants to transform our lives. He sent Hagar back to Sarah so that he could, she could see the blessing. Alongside in that scripture, you would see that God blesses Sarah and says, I will bless you. Sorry, blesses Hagar and says that I will bless you and your generations. So sometimes when God speaks, we might fail to listen to the whole instruction. We might listen, but we might not obey. The word in Hebrew for this word here is the word Shama. And it means to pay attention, to play, pay close attention to the extent of obedience. And in the obedience is where the blessing comes. Amen? Sometimes we wonder, oh, God, I heard God, I, but, you know, I don't see the blessing. My question to us is, did we shama God? Did we pay attention to His instruction? Are we obeying Him? In the obedience is where the blessing comes in. Amen? He is El Roy. He is the God who sees our injustice, but He is also the God who sees to lead us further. 
to guide us into his plans of forgiving others of letting go of serving the one that is mistreating us amen amen we want revival and restoration right revival and restoration starts with a heart of obedience amen we might want the fire we might want the burning bush we might want the encounters we might want all those miraculous but the key thing is the heart of obedience we need to shamma god we need to hear god to obey him to the utmost if he says go we might have our struggles of send my aaron but at the end of the day come to a place of i surrender and and go amen why does god speak to us because he wants to transform the world through us he definitely wants to heal us he wants to encounter us but he also wants to transform the world through us tell your neighbor he wants to encounter you tell your neighbor he wants to encounter others through you he is definitely jehovah ra or rohi the lord my shepherd i shall not lack psalm 23 amen uh, he is also jehovah shamma the lord who is there and the context of ezekiel 48 where the scripture says that he is jehovah shamma the lord is there indicates that god will not abandon jerusalem who was which was in ruins and he was saying that i want to bring in restoration to jerusalem that is now in such a mess and god wants you to know he is jehovah shamma the god who wants to be there with you to restore you to his great plans amen amen god is jehovah shamma the reason many a times why we don't believe god is because we have gone through situations that probably harden our hearts probably we think that god is good to uh, let me say somebody's name here uh, god is good to anila but not to me she has a car i don't even have a car yeah she has oh she is married she's got three children i am not married yet i mean we are, we come to a place where we go through bitterness because we compare ourselves with others but god is unchangeable amen i am so grateful to the lord for the worship team and pastor tv that was talking about mentioning reiterating the fact that our god is constant he is the creator of the universe god of wonders beyond all majesty amen he is the sovereign god he is the almighty he is el shaddai this name el shaddai uh, it came in uh, in genesis 17 if i'm not mistaken where abraham was 99 years old and god encounters him and he says i am el shaddai the all sufficient the almighty god i can bless you with children the next year they are blessed with isaac tell your neighbor he is the great i am he wants to encounter us at a point of need amen when we encounter god what do we need to do one yes we need to hunger god for more so one god encounters us through his voice two he encounters us at a point of need he reveals his nature he reveals his power he reveals that he is the great i am if it is in the bible that is who he is to you amen i would encourage you to study your bible search dig find out who this amazing god is and equate him to your life relate him receive him into being who he is into your life he is the great i am i am who i am i will be to you what i say i am in the bible 
Amen. If he says he is Jehovah Shammah, that is who he is to you. If he says he is your provider, that is who he is going to be to you. Amen. He will be. It's my testimony. I can tell you, God is good and he continues to be good. No matter what I go through. The Bible clearly says, in this world you will have trouble. Jesus himself said that. Expect trouble. That does not mean that God is not good. His goodness is the fact that we are alive today. Amen. His goodness is the fact that I am alive today. And he has given me the power to release his presence to others that need Jesus. Why do we need to encounter God? One, we need to encounter God so that we can get to know him better. Two, so that we can allow his encounters to flow through us. Open your Bibles to Mark chapter 16. I love this scripture. I, I kept reading this again and again. Mark chapter 16 says, After he appeared to the eleven themselves, he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. And this is at the time after resurrection. Three and a half years of having walked with Jesus, heard that I'm going to die, I will come back again. They've all heard, right? They've heard, but they didn't shamma it out. Yeah? They didn't probably receive it out. So when the disciples came and said, some of them came and said, Oh, Jesus has risen. They didn't believe. And that's one of the dangers that I, I pray that we will not get into. Now, we will not come to a place where our heart is covered with unbelief. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he is saying this is a year of revival and restoration, believe him. Participate with him. Allow his presence to go with you. And this scripture says he rebuked them, but he didn't stop with the rebuke. He went on to empower them. He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel. These signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Good. They will. They will. Do you believe this? This day is us. God wants to encounter others through us. Amen. And God is asking us to go. Verse 19. After this, Jesus, after Jesus had spoken to them, he was received into heaven. He sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20. And they went out and preached. After they heard the instruction, they weren't like me, thankfully. They didn't say send Aaron. But they went out and preached. I love the next bit. While the Lord worked with them. Wow. They went out and they preached. While the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word by the signs that followed. People of God, it is high time that we went. Corona, no corona. The Lord keeps us. Amen. If we die, we are with Jesus. Let's not be afraid. We have to be careful, yes. We have to be mindful, yes. But people are dying without Jesus. We cannot let this revival pass by. Let's go. Tell your neighbor, go. Come on, tell your neighbor, go. Tell your neighbor. I didn't tell you to tell yourself, right? You can tell your neighbor confidently, go. Go, go. Yeah? Go and lay hands on the sick. 
pray for somebody pick up that call a phone and call somebody who is unwell and the lord will confirm his word by signs that will follow whoever believes my thing to all of us is let's believe if the lord said he would come he would come if the lord said it is our job to go it is the lord's job to heal it is our job to go and preach the gospel it is the lord's job to her, to turn around hearts we don't have to worry about ayonyan i mean after i said something nothing happened i shared the gospel and there was not even one sign of salvation i mean let's not worry about it that is god's business amen go tell your neighbor again go first corinthians 2:4 says my message and my preaching was not in persuasive words of wisdom but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men but on the power of god and paul says uh, in first uh, romans 1 verse 16 i am not ashamed of the gospel can we say that i am not ashamed of the gospel and say that only if you believe it okay <laughs> you don't have to say it because i said it the bible says i am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god for salvation to everyone who believes hey this gospel is powerful it is up to us to share the gospel and the seed will work its way, way out amen it is the power of god to salvation and i am praying that every one of us will believe that god's word is powerful that this you know gospel is so powerful that it can transform lives it can set people free it can deliver people from their bondages but god is asking us will you partner with me so i want us to close our eyes and ask the lord god i want to be part of this revival i want us i want us all to ask the lord god if will you not use me lord will you not encounter me i want to encounter you i want to know your truth if you have unbelief in your heart i want to talk, i want you to talk to the lord talk to the lord tell the lord lord here i am i i want to lay all my doubts all my fears all my apprehensions before you and i want to be part of your revival I want you to come through for me Lord Jesus encounter me encounter me Jesus encounter me I want a heart transformation Lord if you were not judgmental about the disciples that were with you that had doubts people of God I want you to know the disciples doubted even at the end but Jesus was okay with that let go talk to the lord tell him i have unbelief i am hurt god some of you might be hurt with the lord especially with the trouble that you're going through maybe it's been on and on for years but i want you to know he is jehovah who is able he is the great i am the great i am he is el shaddai He is the Lord God almighty there is nothing impossible with him he is the almighty god he is the sovereign god he can come through into your situations he wants to encounter you at your point of need he is he is no respecter of any man hallelujah ya harake shebebebe kandale andre father 
Mendeleyandre, if there's anyone that is doubting your nature, Father, I pray you would break those doubts, those Abaya Hakar Bihal Mendeleyandre right now as your daughter, Father, of this home. I just want to declare freedom into the minds of your people, God. Every doubt, Daddy God, about your nature, let it be shattered right now. Mekhamana Yande Hizinyandra, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you said you are with us, O oh God, that is who you are. You will never fail us. Lord Hashbahakanda, heal every heart, Daddy God. Heal every soul. Heal every person, Jesus. Okoma Kakande Zendeleande. Mishmikana Dadekandoro Zondo. Makanda Layande. Jesus, come and have your way. Can we rise up to our feet? If you can, rise up to your feet. Rise up to your feet. And I want us to surrender to the Lord and tell the Lord, Lord, I want your revival. Revive me, Lord. Revive me, Jesus. Revive my faith. I do not want to doubt you any longer. I don't want to miss your season. I don't want to miss the season of revival and restoration. I want to be part of what you're doing across the globe, Jesus. Do it again, Jesus. Do it again, Jesus. Have your way. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way. Have your way. Alayam yanananiande, sheralaniande, yaralaniande, yalale. Kobariande, talk to the Lord and tell Him whatever your your grief, your sorrow has been, whatever your pain has been. The Lord is right now here to minister to your needs. Give Him your pain. Give Him your pain. Tell Him, like Hagar, let Him encounter you. Let Him minister to your needs, Jesus. You're my one defense. You're my righteousness. Oh Lord, how we need you. You're our one defense. You're our
Uh, some of us have been telling the Lord, Lord, I'm so tired of going through this situation. It's been years. And the Lord wants you to know He is with you. He will come through. He is a God who restores. He is Jehovah Shammah. He's, he will not leave you in ruins forever. He is not a God who would let you suffer forever. He is with you. He will come through. He is, he is the God of breakthroughs. He is Baal Perizim. He is the one who will encounter you at your point of need. He will break through. He is our defender. He will defend our case. Some of you have been telling the Lord, Lord, I'm not able to speak up. I'm not able to even tell uh, my family members what I'm going through. I've been going through this trauma for a while. I'm not able to express myself. And the Lord wants you to know, He knows. He knows. He knows. He's your good father. He is Abba. He's Abba. He's your good father. You're my one defender. You're a righteousness. Oh God, how we need, we need you. Jesus, we need you. You're a one defender. You're a righteousness. Yes. Jesus, yes. Oh God, how we need. One of the names of Jehovah is his name Jehovah Sikinu, which means he is our righteousness. And 1 John 1 9 says, If you confess your sin, some of you might be feeling that I'm a mess. I don't think I can I can match up to this holy God. I've been doing the same thing over and over again. But 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess your sins, if you really want to repent, He is faithful. He is just so faithful to cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. He is Jehovah Sikinu. He is the one who makes you right. Yes, Jesus. You're our one defender. You're our
Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wscc.in.